0: Welcome to Comic Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us who are the rest of us. My name is Nick Stevens. I am your host, but in no a way, aren't we all relaxing on a peaceful, sunny, beautiful, crisp spring day here in the garage? Just about to get some burgers and dogs on the grill, hang out with the little man, maybe have a friend over. I don't know. Just waiting on a friend like the Rolling Stone song. But I just wanted to drop an intro at the top of this show. This is um this is our Fantastic Four episode. And um, of course, it's with the Monomoto, Mr. James Powell. And um well, it got a little deep. <laughs> this one got a little deep. I was in a in a weird mood, uh, a reflective mood, an introspective mood, because my sister, God rest her soul, she would have been, uh, well, she would have been 41 this year. Her birthday was just the other day, and uh, so I guess I was feeling a uh, a little blue, remembering fond memories, but also missing her, you know, and, uh, we ended up, uh, going from Fantastic Four to discussing our own theologies and ideologies on the afterlife, <laughs> as one does. You know, Reed Richards, Heaven and Hell, and anything in between. Uh, and then we kind of celebrated a little bit of Batman. That's what one does on this podcast. So, um, hey, have at you. Thanks for listening, kamikazis. <laughs> Thanks for, uh, putting up with us all these years and thanks for tuning in all the time and sending us your love um this was a request from a kamikaze mr davy pickens himself and uh thank you davy for uh for sending it in we uh, we did our best to cover fantastic four but we kind of we kind of strayed a little bit but that's why this is a 2 part this is the first part of that conversation and i'll uh i'll post a second part later in the week but uh i just wanted to split it up so we'd Maybe might be a little easier to digest. <laughs> Enjoy, and remember, it's just fiction. How are you? How are you doing?
1: i uh, just fulfilling Razagul's destiny.
0: Yeah, and pray tell, what uh, what does that entail on a, on, a, on a Friday <laughs> night? Two dudes. I'm I,
1: I just here to fulfill it.
0: <laughs> and the fire rises.
1: And the fire rises. Let the games begin.
0: What if we lived in a world where the Hanna Barbera Fantastic Four cartoon was the only iteration of the Fantastic Four that we ever had?
1: It will work. That will work. <laughs> Uh. I've been trying to think. I, like I always get, <clears throat> I get them mixed up. I get the Fantastic Four mixed up with uh, Johnny Quest. Up.
0: Well, it's easy to do. I mean, the same studio, probably the yeah, same, same the same orchestra. You know, same voice actors. I'm assuming. You know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. They they sound different. I think different voice actors for Johnny.
0: I don't know. I feel like a lot of those guys. Hey, Ben, Johnny. You, there was always I, a guy that talked just like this, you know.
1: Because Rice had a more raspy voice. Hey Johnny.
0: Oh yeah, he did.
1: Yeah, he <laughs> had a more <laughs> raspy voice than Benton. I don't know, Benton no, Benton couldn't been uh, read no. Benton Benton Quest was different. You gotta like that name too. Benton <laughs> Quest.
0: Doctor Benton Quest. Doctor that, that, that movie needs to happen, so oh, I mean, Quest movie. Absolutely. What was it about that whole setup, though? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Johnny
1: Quest. I don't know. I, I, I guess it just appealed to me at the right age. You know, I started watching Johnny Quest like right when Cartoon Network came about. So that was maybe what nine, ten years old, and it Johnny Quest just appealed to me. The right. the, the 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 with the lizard man and what else he had. He went to prehistoric land and. I don't know. He just appealed. Well, it that was always it. A,
0: it was always a mystery, right? It was he always, it was always kind of like
1: Scooby Doo mysteries. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, he
1: was doing real shit.
0: But at but at the same time, like I remember watching an episode where like these ships were just disappearing, right? And uh, and Johnny Quest, of course, they're on vacation. The family's on vacation. <clears throat> you know, Benton's downstairs in the bottom of the submarine working on experiments. Meanwhile, Race is raising his son. You know. Mm-hmm. They came and but the tried. The animation to, was great.
1: The absolutely. animation was great for for that Hanna-Barbera type animation. That, I guess that's what it was. Like Scooby-Doo didn't have that kind of animation. Right. I mean what, what was that? There was uh late maybe yeah like late late 70s, 70s. Mid, mid mid 70s yeah.
0: Yeah, late mid to late 70s I think is when all that stuff was kicking off. That's why it was in right. syndication when we were kids. Yeah. And, and that's how we were able to grow up on it. You know? Right. Cuz they would put all that shit like on like Cartoon Network or whatever before there was Toonami and all that and
1: really? this shit would just
0: run Cartoon Network didn't have original programming and they would just rerun old cartoons it was the best yeah
1: know? The Fantastic Four
0: starring Reed Richards Sue Richards Johnny Storm Ben Grimm
1: Reed Richards with his power to stretch the thing with the strength of a thousand men Johnny
0: Flame on, Torch, and sue the invisible girl, the Fantastic Four, united in their fight against interplanetary evil. Fantastic.
1: I know you were watching, uh, what you was watching back then, CMT, CMT.
0: Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that.
1: What you was watching, you was watching uh, Big and Rich.
0: Hey, hey, don't, don't paint me with a broad brush. Don't paint me with a broad brush, okay? You don't know. You should know. I mean, I've only been dropping uh, references for like the last uh, how many years we've been doing this podcast. You know. If you think that all I listen to is Pearl Jam and all I watch is early Fantastic Four cartoons, sir, you are dead wrong.
1: I mean, uh, your Spotify account basically says Pearl Jam lives here.
0: Pearl Jam has a nice...
1: I ne- I never knew Pearl Jam had that many songs until I look at what you're doing during the day.
0: It's a life force. It's a life force. But they're not. But they're not all day. They're not all day. So don't 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 come down here with your anger, sir.
1: They're- you need it. You need. I see. You need it early in the morning. Yeah. You need that Pearl Jam shot. In the morning.
0: It's a shot in the morning. Uh, but even today, like I was cut I cut my whole grass today. We had a beautiful day today. I cut I did some yard work and I had mm. some back to life, back mm. to reality that flowed right into the people under the stairs. Mm. You know, cause that beat just knocks, and I know you know what song I'm talking about. It was the first song you ever turned me on to, and it's the song that stays in my rotato. You know what I'm saying? He liked that breakdown. That breakdown, man. Ba, 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 you know, it's just it is that and that symbol got you know. But then we finished it up with a little bit of white zombies for all you kids out there that missed uh missed out on the more human than the human more human you know. So look, I I'm not as one dimensional as somebody might think I am, you know what I'm saying? I just like to have my comfort spots, you know, it's like anything else, you know. Santana, mm-hmm. RoboCop, T eight hundreds, you know. I like what I like, you know.
1: Right, you're right, you're right. Like, I mean, if we, anytime you somebody takes you out to comfort zone, you feel like you feel like Arnold when they was wrangling his ass in Puerto Rico. Like, you don't know what's going on. You you wondering what's going on. So I feel you. I get I get where you're coming from. I say b John Cut. You're like hey 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 hey. <laughs> cut that shit out. Wait a
0: minute. I just think it's really cool when you when you meet people and there's that vested interest. And I think one of the cool things about this podcast is that we, you and I have like met new friends from this podcast that have the same kind of interest we do, but there's different pockets, right? Like there's different things that there's that shared interest and then there's the things on the outside of that shared interest. That you might be into, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know sports, you know what I'm saying? I, I got a lot of friends that know sports. I don't know sports. Like I, what, what is this? The fucking uh, North Dakota bear traps? What? I don't fucking I don't fucking know who the fuck they are, you know? But that doesn't mean that we fucking can't throw the fuck down. You know what I mean? Like I think the Kamikazes. I think if we got the whole cult together, we could take over a small town. You know, small town at best with one zip code.
1: What do you mean? I mean, I, I know who you. I know who you were in school. I know who you were. I know mm. you. I know that guy. You know what I'm saying? I, I know who you were. You wasn't in the locker room, but
0: you know? No, I wasn't.
1: You, was, you was. You was on the side of the building. You know. <laughs> I
0: know. I know where you were. <laughs> not, not the side. Not the side of the building. Maybe under the You're stairs. On the
1: side of the building. You, you, at the pimp rally. You mm. wasn't. You wasn't at the top. You know. You. You was over there on the side. You know. Which is fine. Which is fine.
0: Which is fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where were you? Were you at the top? I was on the floor with the with the <laughs> team. <laughs> <laughs> I am
1: I'm I'm, I'm I'm the good guy, Jock. I'm not I'm not the dick hope. I'm not the dickhead just you know, that, that just thinks he was a shit. Like like I'm the I'm the guy if the bullet was picking on you, I'll come in and I'm like, Hey, hey, cut it out. What, what's he doing to you? You know, right. I'll take that fight for you, you know.
0: Now, tell me, tell me this. Tell me this. Would you come down and be like, hey, pick on somebody your own size?
1: I wouldn't say pick on somebody your oh. <laughs> own size. I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, Brad, leave him the fuck alone. Leave him the fuck alone.
0: It's always a Brad.
1: What are you, you going to do? What are you going to do, Jay? Yeah. I'll show you on the court. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. We don't do fisticuffs.
0: I was kinda okay, hoping yeah, I was cool. kind of hoping like you'd catch a fist that was about to come to my face. But you catch it, right? Off screen, like your hand just comes in. By the way, your hand, everybody that knows the Monomoto has that have seen the visuals, they know he's a big guy. They know he's a hawk of a man. But your huge ass fucking arm comes in. Carl Weatherstyle circa 1987 comes in, grabs the other arm, right? Stops it, right? And the guy says back to you, Oh, you want some of this? Am I gonna have to teach you a lesson? And then, then you come back with you can try. You
1: can try, and then mm-hmm. I take off. I take off my Letterman jacket, mm-hmm. you know, because you know I'm, I'm kind of you, you are pump. Kinda... Oh yeah, and I'm yeah. just
0: watching the sweat glistening off your biceps. No. But yeah, keep going. You know,
1: I got I got the cheerleader girlfriend. Yeah. You, know? you know, and I, I, I'm helping out the geek in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like.
0: That. And the cheerleader girlfriend is uh, what is she? What, what's give, give me a little background on her? Give me the description.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, Trixie. Trixie. She <laughs> she just she's she's on the varsity squad. She's on the bar she's
0: going. She's half Samoan, half Asian?
1: Yeah, she's Blazian. She's, okay, Blazian. she's Blazian. Yeah. 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 And and she likes, she likes that I, you know, she 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 wants me to be before uh douchebag jock, but I can't because inside I want to be a hero for the for the little guy. Right. Right. You know. I want to be that, I want to be that 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 James Bucky. For
0: Steve, you know, a little Steve Rogers. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know why you fell out at that. I, I was getting into it. I don't know why you think that's so funny. I mean, I think you're with me sometimes, but then I'm like, I don't know. Like, are you? Are you? <laughs> I've always been. This is going to be one of those nights I can tell because we're. Fuck it. I've always been one of those guys, man. I've always been the guy. I got. And this is not a fucking, you know, Crimea River, you know, world's smallest violin. I'm not trying to play that game. I'm just saying I've been the guy that had to, like, oh shit, it's coming. You know what I'm saying? Jumped after the football game, knocked down, locker checked, bag checked, you know, you know. Fortunately, I was able to rise through the ranks and just Wait, be, be friends oh, with everybody.
1: Being chick, hmm? oh, was
0: your bag? Oh, you know when you know when they do like the book bag check. You know what I'm saying? Like in the high school shit, when like you're in the halls and somebody just checks you with their book bag. You never had like oh, you don't know you okay. don't know that oh, okay. you don't know I that they actually going in your bag and checking what you had. <laughs> I was like, oh you my got God, there? You were being wrong. What do you got there, Stevens? <laughs> um, hey, Stevens. it Stevens. It came from traveling. It was it was it was a. Uh, I was I was I was a migrant student, so because so every time we just we touched down roots, we'd pick up and move again, you know. Oh, a nomad, a nomad. So it was tough, you know. It was tough. It was shitting in buckets in high school. <sighs> Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could see
1: it. I, I, I just laugh at the Steve Rogers because you are Steve Rogers. You got the fight in you just, you don't have the super, you don't have the super serum yet. You don't have the super soldier serum yet. No,
0: but I can still do this all day. You can do this all day. You I know, know. you can't. You, you're goddamn right. <laughs> <sighs> I, guess it, I guess it's good, though, because it does build character. Like, when you get punked on and you get beat up, it does build character. Because then you have empathy. The little guy, and you have empathy for like what that shit's like. You know what I'm
1: saying? Well, I, I, but you know what, for real, I was I was really like that though. Like I couldn't I couldn't stand seeing like those jocks or those other those big guys like really pick on like the 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 not even the little guy. It, it could be just something like just awful about him, like the way he looked or the way he dressed. Right, I couldn't stand shit. I can't stand that shit. Right. And and like like sometimes you get you gotta say something. So I ain't saying I was going around you know saving a day, but at the same time, I'll be like, hey, you know, then I'll start you know, going on the person the 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 jock stuff. I'm like, well, your your mother's a crackhead, you know. It's it, you know. Don't pick on, don't pick on Larry right there. You know, leave him alone. Hmm. You know, you get a little confidence. You get, you know, I was a little cocky. I was a little
0: cocky too. You know, you know, like, I'm not surprised at some of that because you're an admirable guy. You know, from day one, from the first moment I met you, you know, you just were a stand up a guy. You know, we joke around a lot on this podcast, and I tell you, I love you every show, and I'll tell you again, I fucking love you, James Powell, the Mona Moto. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just you can just tell when somebody's got. I like to think I'm a pretty good at reading people. You know, I think I've always been pretty good at reading people. Almost, oh. almost as good as reading comics, you know? Oh, okay. You, know?
1: okay. you kind of get,
0: vi- you kind of get vibes from people, energy, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can sense mm-hmm. the dark energy and you can sense, well, the, well, whatever the opposite of the dark energy would be, you know?
1: hmm Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know where it comes from. Like, I don't know if it's just, uh, how I was brought up or just the stuff I watch. Like, that, Sometimes this superhero shit goes to your head a little bit. You kind of want to be for, that, for, the, for, the, for the down and out guy.
0: Oh, what do you think, think a guy that reads comics can't start some shit? You know, this is usually be. Mm.
1: <laughs> you know, he started it, Stevens, and I'll
0: finish it. I remember. I remember reading comics on the back of my bus and getting fucking dogged on for it. But then some other guys caught on that liked comics but they were they were they were closet comic guys they didn't bring the comics to school they stopped the guys from beating up on me and then i started my clan you know what i'm saying i started my my gang my crew you know and then from then on it was it was fucking the rest is history you know now comics are cool so it's like it's a different world but i'm telling you kids and i know other people have said this before including the great kevin smith but there was a time when this shit was taboo And it was like, oh, you're not allowed to have a Fantastic Four comic book hanging outside your, no? Okay, that's that's cool. <laughs> that's that's all right.
1: I guess it's just, I guess it was different up here. Like in in Mississippi, I didn't get a I'm like, I tell my every day, I like Batman, and not get no flack for it. I tell my fuckers, I, I, I like Batman, and I'm I'm going home, and I'm gonna watch uh, uh, Centurions uh, tonight. <laughs>
0: Was that on the Cartoon Network too?
1: Classic Cartoon Network had the good shows. They did. Classic Cartoon Network had the good shows. They had uh, Godzilla the cartoon, uh, Centurions, Thundar, all the Hanna Barbera, Pink
0: Panther. Oh Pratt, fuck! Can you help percolate my memory on Thundar?
1: Right, he had the he had the uh, Hercules. No, no, that was Her- the the Hercules was different from. Oh, was it Thunder or the Herculoids? I
0: thought it was just Thunder. Oh, Thunder was like a Conan, motherfucker. Right, and he had the, he had the glowing sword. Gotcha. Herculoid was the guy that was like a, a a He-Man, but he hung out with these weird celluloid creatures. He had a
1: family. Yeah, Up he had a him. family. Yeah, he had a
0: family. <laughs> I know because I, I found some some erotic comic books online, and there was a there was a sexuloid spoof on the Herculoids, and they were oh, all wow. fucking.
1: <laughs> oh before the dark times
0: yep before the empire I miss that kind of animation
1: um yeah cause it was it, it was feel good it was feel good like like the you don't really get cartoons like that now that I can just think of off the bat like right now anime is dominating everything dominating right you know and um uh, I, I can't think of any cartoons that could come close to those 70-type those Hanna-Barbera uh, shows, you know? Even though they all weren't Hanna-Barbera, it was just kind of wrapped up in it. I
0: can't think of any cartoons wow. right now that's just like that, you know? I think that's one of my favorite things about the Disney Plus app is that back lo- that back catalog of old animation and going yeah. through it. You know what I'm saying? And i know what you're thinking comic cons out there i know you're thinking like okay what's what are they going to get to fantastic four because i clicked on this episode because it says fantastic four i thought these guys would be talking about fantastic four they kind of touched on it now they're talking about animation but you can't talk about fantastic four without talking about cartoons because before i read any fantastic four comic it was the cartoons like i i was a late bloomer in marvel's first family um right. i remember seeing them on the shelves i think i had one or two comics that i might still have in my my bin down here but right. uh along
1: with the little girl in the body
0: it's a little taiwanese boy oh. okay sorry about that hey put some air holes in there don't worry about it i like that you still look at hank when you when you talk to him i have it's to like, you got to give him like, eye contact what are you trying to suggest what are you trying
1: to suggest have you ever have you ever just have you ever just thought that he's not there? He's not
0: there. He's the guy. He's a part of my personality. He's always there. <laughs> metaphysically, metaphorically and metaphysically. Oh, fuck yourself. Okay, alright. <laughs> we can always we can always edit it in post, don't worry about it. I saw the
1: nineties cartoon first.
0: That's what Damn. I was gonna say. I saw the nineties. Hey, right. Yeah. Right. I saw the ninety yeah, actually. No, I might have seen the Fantastic Four in syndication. I'm a little bit older than you, not by much, but I think I saw it in syndication around the same time I was watching Scooby-Doo and all that shit. And it would come on, and but it was very rare because that was more 70s, I think, when that came out.
1: Yeah, hey, I'm like your, I'm like a, a Gandalf to your Saruman.
0: Yeah. I guess that's appropriate. Yeah, if you're Ian McKellen, I'm I'm old as fuck, Christopher Lee. I guess so. Yeah. You know, yeah, I can see that. You know, yeah. Just a few years in, in between each other. You know, yeah.
1: That's the Like, yeah, you're a white wizard right now. I'm, I'm still a I'm still a, a great wizard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Got, that's yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Because I mean, I got the, I got the white and everything in in the hair and everything.
1: Yeah, you got the white. Yeah, you 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 you're you just about to sell
0: out. So you almost did. Hold on, hold on. What? Oh, no. oh, yeah, for the for the other team. I guess I can't be Gandalf yeah. the White. That's too much. No, you can't.
1: No, you're not. They It will be the same person.
0: After X Men broke ground, they started green lighting left and right all these other properties. Right. And that was right around the time, and I didn't know it at the time because I was too young and didn't really read up on this kind of shit. But that was right around the time Marvel was getting ready to go bankrupt, and the only way to keep the rights to a lot of their properties was to start doing stuff like this, was to start selling it to other, like the Fox network and all kinds of stuff, ABC, Disney. Well, I guess this was before Disney. But then, like, so all that shit was going on, then that's around the same time Image came out with, like, fucking Spawn and Wildcats and Gen 13. So this is, like, still, like, mid-90s.
1: This stuff is, like,
0: booming. Fox had a lot of Marvel. Fox had a lot of Marvel. Fox had, Fox had maybe, maybe they had all of it. I thought some of it went to, like, ABC and shit, too, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I can't
1: think of anything that was on ABC.
0: That could be wrong. Really wrong. Because uh, what the Marvel hit that? I'm just thinking about Saturday morning and stuff. You had Spider-Man, X-Men, Iron Man, Fantastic Four. Oh, I'm thinking of NBC. NBC had Spider-Man and his amazing friends and Hulk yeah. and all that okay. shit. All right. So before Fox, yeah, okay, so that's still 80s. So Fox mm-hmm. was really the 90s. Fox kind of took it all in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But these were storylines ripped right out of the uh, the comics. Stan the Man himself, I was re-watching some of these old cartoons to get prepped for tonight's episode. And Stan the Man is fucking popping up in the middle of the episodes to do some narration, you know? And yeah. he even had like a yeah. a cartoon version of him.
1: Yeah. I remember he, he was on the commentary during the afternoon. He would come on and he would have his little skit or whatever. Not a skit, but just his little talk and then you'll go into the cartoon right like I I, always, I I never knew who he was until like uh, later on i'm like oh shit that's fucking stan lee hey true believers yeah that's it you know that's exactly how he came on
0: at least it was better than hey true believers <gasps> <laughs> 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 that one guy I kind of pulled something on that all right so your introduction is you know the Hanna-Barbera. Cartoon. The cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. You never grew up reading any Fantastic Four comics. Why would you, right? Nah,
1: nah. didn't care. Because I, I wasn't... Um, Comic-wise, I was still DC. I, I, I was more entertained by DC comics. So I was more entertained by Flash and some... Um, Batman. And Batman. I had some Batman comics.
0: Let me guess. You were getting involved... Right before nightfall, right before Bane broke the back. If I had to guess, that's when you were getting like nope,
1: nope. no. I don't remember nightfall like that. Oh damn! This, this this was so I had issues before nightfall. How about that? Oh damn! All right. So I had the issues before nightfall. I I, I at least know that. So I so know the gray and blue. The gray and blue. That's what I had.
0: Yeah, it always comes back to hey. Batman
1: yeah so like after i had comics like after crisis that's what that's those the comics that i had i had comics after crisis so i would have i had like the black superman uh, the after the death Superman, superman uh like i said the 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 gray and blue batman and some flash i didn't have any wonder woman stuff
0: back then no i don't think i've ever had any wonder woman
1: yeah or or, or Green Lantern stuff. I didn't, I didn't
0: have too much there. I had, I had Justice League shit, right? But, but again, it was Super Friends, then the Legion of Doom, and then all of a sudden, Justice League shit comics. And, you know, that's really the, the extent of it, that early 90s Justice League kind of stuff. And then I just took a break. And when the X-Men cartoon came out, it was X-Men all the way. It was X-Men mania. I even went to the, the Springfield Mall to witness Jean Grey and, and Cyclops get married. And I got my Polaroid picture taken with the woman who portrayed Jean Grey. And they were in that fucking fantastic pre-cosplay legitimacy of a costume. It was that that stretchy foam rubber. rubber. And Wolverine was there. You know, of course he would be, you know, in the yellow suit. In the yellow suit. Right. (laughs) And my sisters and I, we were all there. My mom took us all. And I was probably in sixth grade. Had no business being, um, I don't know. I mean, and, Oh, you know what? Jean Grey was wearing the, uh, the, the wedding gown. But for some reason, Cyclops wasn't wearing a suit. He was in the full, the full battle suit. gear, the full blue suit. <laughs> that 90s got summers. But there was a comic book store in the mall, and they were promoting it and anyway. So that was like all the rage. So again, Fantastic Four wasn't on my radar for many years, you know? It was years later, like years and years later, that that I would learn about Galactus and Norrin Rad, the Silver Surfer, and how all that played into into each other. And it was again through comics after X Men. You know, I did I had to go back and read that shit. You know,
1: I can't think because I uh, the the image that come to mind when you said that when you talk about that wedding, I can think of Reed Richards and Sue Storm wedding, and I, I don't know if it was Kermit that drew it or. Ross that drew it and it had Hulk, hawkeye was in the audience johnny was there thing in the back and i thought i saw gene gray and cyclops there and thor do you know the picture i'm talking about
0: i know exactly the picture you're talking about and that was an iconic moment because it had a, the biggest hodgepodge of people right in there people from different teams would just show up to support the fantastic four because again they were Everybody loved the Fantastic Four, even the thing. They, they got along with the thing. But for even some reason. Even West Coast Avengers. Even West Coast Avengers. Were the- <laughs> but for some reason, the X Men came out and it's like, who the fuck are these freaks? You know what I mean? <laughs> but never mind, the thing comes out and I got him right here, you know. Never mind, the thing comes out and everybody's like, oh yeah, he's, he's the thing. He's. That's Ben Grimm. He's okay. Benjamin Grimm. Benjamin Grimm. Benjamin Grimm. But if somebody was to find you on the street and oh, no. I don't know, let's say they recognize oh. your they recognize your profile. You have that recognizable profile. Oh God. And all of a sudden and they, they don't want to talk oh, to you about a show. God. They don't want to talk to you about a movie. What? They jump out what? from behind a bush.
1: What type of demon uh is this? Like, we we've tried everything. We we we've tried holy water. We've tried We've, we've tried. John Constantine himself has tried to kill this demon.
0: Into the light, I compel you. And if, and
1: if you find a way to revive this, this creature back to life, uh, oh.
0: Maramoto. tell me who are the Fantastic Four? The con creeper the con creeper he wants to know who are they what are their origin how do they come to be he wants to know all of that if you had to explain this to a non kamikanzi you know uh, the cosmic breeze <laughs> end of story cosmic breeze
1: like these are these are cosmic so when when you think about the origin of the fantastic four like read... Reed wants to go into space for some damn reason. For
0: some and damn reason, he,
1: he wants to bring his girlfriend at the time because they're not married, so he brings along Sue Storm, and she brings his brother. She brings her brother Johnny Storm, mm-hmm. and the pilot obviously is going to be Benjamin Grimm.
0: For some reason,
1: for some strange reason, because Ben, ben Grimm and Reed Richards, they're good friends. They go back. They 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 went to college together. Um, uh, but. <laughs> Reed has a good idea to go out into space and to explore space. And before they hit the atmosphere,
0: cosmic rays go through this ship like a hurricane. Like a hurricane.
1: And and it it just, these four individuals, spectacular power. Right. Starting with Reed Richards, he just becomes flexible. Not Elastic, because then you have copyright infringement. Who came first? Reed Richards or Elastic and Plastic Man? Who came uh, first? Well, I
0: think, I think Plastic Man came before Reed Richards. Plastic Man came before? Yeah. I don't know when Elongated Man came out, but he was shortly thereafter.
1: Yeah. So so Reed Richards stretching all outdoors, and you get Sue storm. she gets hit by the rage, she gets invisibility powers, whereas right. she can manipulate the invisibility to make force fields. Of course. Because Kirby and Lee didn't want her to be imbued with super strength like Wonder Woman. No, God. They it. Did, They didn't want. They didn't want Sue Storm to be punching motherfuckers. No. They wanted Sue Storm just to be bouncing folks off of invisible stuff.
0: Well, they wanted to give her something other than just being invisible. Oh. You know, I'm pretty sure when she first came out, objects could go through her too. Like they got they got invisibility confused with like transparency like things could just go or translucency yeah. and things could yeah. just go through her. Yeah, but what about what about Johnny and Ben and so, and so Johnny gets hit with the does Johnny get the best power I mean a human torch is pretty not only can he fly human
1: torch, because it's the best power because he can turn it on and turn it on I guess that's why
0: and he's a normal looking guy otherwise
1: and he's normal The whole time, whereas when it hits Ben Grimm, Mm. he turns into a pile of shit
0: rocks. (laughs) Orange shit rocks. Orange boulder. Is he a a horrible character? Is he a worthless character? Is he an underrated character? What do you think?
1: I would say he's underrated.
0: I would also agree.
1: I would say he's underrated because just going through the storyline and his adventures... He Ben Grimm can hold his own against the best of the best.
0: He's fought the Hulk.
1: Obviously, that's the main event. That's what he fights. Hulk. That's it. Yeah.
0: No, but I mean, not only is he super strong, right, and he's got the It's clobbering time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How was that, Ben Grimm? Was it pretty good? A little good. Yeah. Okay, all right. I, need,
1: I need. I need more. 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 Oh.
0: It's clobbering time. That's
1: it.
0: Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. Yeah, okay. That's it right there. You know, I
1: saw he's the fedora got... pop oh. on your head. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. All you need is the trench coat, man.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Uh, he's got a lot of heart, though. You know? You and I are initiated in terms of, maybe we didn't grow up with these guys, but we've read a lot of later shit by Ross and some of the more modern writers, or at least we've become acquainted with it, and they've introduced him in modern stories that give him a lot of heart and a lot of... um. He kind of holds things together. You know, he's the glue in a lot of situations. Mm -hmm. Um, So I agree. I think he's underrated in that sense, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then just this whole story of being an outcast, the outcast of the team, because the rest of them, you're right. Sue, Reed, and Johnny can turn it off and walk down the street like nothing happened. Yeah. But he's this fucking sore thumb. He's
1: the thing 24-7.
0: He's the thing. Motherfucker looks just like the thing remember Reservoir Dogs when Tim Roth is trying to tell his uh, his partner about the guy the main guy who's putting this putting the heist together he's like you ever read Fantastic Four remember the fuck remember the thing he's like yeah motherfucker looks just like the thing I digress no but yeah I agree Reed though has always been fascinating because he's over time he's he's been yeah, he's part of the Illuminati he's like one of the smartest is he the smartest guy in the Marvel universe? I would
1: say he's the smartest guy in the, world of the universe.
0: Because him and Tony, I feel like they're... They're neck and neck. Neck and neck. Yeah,
1: they're neck and neck. In that sense, if we say neck and neck, I would give the edge to Reed.
0: Give the edge to Reed. I think I would have to. I would have give
1: the edge to. to Reed, yeah.
0: I mean, he created the great nullifier to, to, to quell Galactus. I don't know what it does, but it's a little thing that he shows off and Galactus the Destroyer of Worlds disappears. Yeah. But their nemesis, their arch nemesis, who is their arch nemesis? So, it's a
1: go-between. So, the classic stories line suggests that it is, it's Von Doom, or it's going to be Galactus. I mean, but but most of the adventures happen with Doctor Doom.
0: Yeah, he's in, I was going back through those 90s, and you know, you can go through the episode, episode by episode. Doctor Doom pops up in every other one. Um, Galactus shows up in quite a few, like... How many times is the, is the destroyer of worlds going to come to Earth and get bitched no. out by the, by the Fantastic Four? It doesn't come too many times. No. Yeah. Not too many. Um, but yeah, but Victor Von Doom, he's pretty he's he's pretty up there with, uh, in terms of intellect, he's up there with Stark and Reed. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Why is he this, so cool, though? Is it just his costume? Now,
1: now, I, now, I don't know too much about comic history for Doctor Doom. Just looking at overall events, Doom is in that top tier of villains across all uh, comics, though. I agree. Like he I agree. he has that intellect. He has that 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 I guess that drive to annihilate an entire universe of heroes, uh, and he can do it. And his powers alone make him one badass uh, villain.
0: I know this is going to be religious to a lot of people out there. Listen to the show; they know me as a fanboy. They know me as a Marvel fanboy. I don't really know his powers. I know his suit okay. does a lot of shit, but I don't know—is it mostly his his suit because he has robots at his castle and shit too that he controls?
1: I'm thinking it's like electricity, right? It's some type of electricity. It's not lightning, right? Right? It's not lightning, and I don't know if it's. Sometimes it's generated by the suit, but then again, sometimes it's written as the powers. So it, it can go either way. The suit itself, I believe, is what makes Dr. Doom up there. Because that is one badass. It's an iconic costume. It's an the iconic green hood, costume.
0: The green hood, yeah.
1: The mask. You're right. I mean, why, why, why isn't Doom being put up in this next phase of, of the MCU? I do not know.
0: Well, let's talk about the movies for a second. Yeah. So in 2005 we got A Fantastic Four movie. Now, yeah. You can't talk about the 2005 Fantastic Four movie without talking about the 1990s Roger Corman produced Shit Show of a Shit Show, a movie that was never even released that you couldn't even find without stumbling upon it in a Comic-Con, but in the last 10 years or so it's now available on YouTube. I tried to do my research because again, I like to be prepared. <laughs> This was a request from a Kamikaze, from Mr. Davey Pickens himself. Shout out. And as uh Mr. Powell is showing me his cock um right now with his camera. I'm trying. <laughs> you kept pointing this he kept pointing the camera down at, at your guy, and I was like, Oh, are we
1: I want you to pay for it.
0: <laughs> um The nineties version is so bad. It's worse than the Captain America nineties movie. And that's hard. That's a hard thing to say. I know it's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard cock to swallow. Uh-huh. But man, it's bad. Like I skipped or I had to skip around. I mean, it was draining the life out of me. But I will say this, after I did some research, it's kind of sad in this 90s movie, the whole cast, none of them knew the fate of this movie. They were all excited to be part of something. They gave it their all. They really I mean, if you watch the performances, they're really trying to sell you that they're the Fantastic Four. Even though in this version, Reed Richards is living in a boarding house with, with Ben, and Sue is like 12 years old with her brother Johnny, who's like six, and they're like in their 30s. John, ben and John and Reed are in their 30s, and they grow up, everybody grows up, and Sue, of course, falls in love with them. You know, the makeup and, and, the, and, the, and the special effects aren't that bad, considering what they went through.
1: They to look like Toxic Avenger.
0: It did, it did. It was pretty bad. The thing looked like <laughs> Toxic Avenger. And not even as good as Toxic Avenger, you know? Um, and Dr. Doom looked pretty, pretty rough and he was talking like through his mask. They didn't even let him do any like audio after the fact. So, his, so Dr. Doom is, is talking through a muffled burst like, you know? And it's kind of heartbreaking because like I said, they, the film got pulled out from underneath him and they financed their own promotion. Like at one point, the guy who played the thing, he paid out of pocket to take the actors from Comic-Con to Comic-Con to promote the movie just to have the movie unrelease, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a documentary out there on the movie, in case you're so inclined, if you want to watch it. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's called Doomed. But yeah, man, so years later, we get 2005's Jessica Alba-infused Fantastic Four with our boy Chris Evans as the Human Torch. And Chickles. Chickles plays the thing. And I can't yeah. remember the guy who played reed richards but he's he's, i
1: don't know but he'll always be mr fantastic to me like that was my first time seeing that actor and from here on out he's been reed richards he is very good he was was okay he was okay as reed richards I, i wasn't uh disappointed with his portrayal
0: right i agree yeah his uh the performances are fine like and it was kind of like it was post electra post daredevil post ghost rider so they were still riding that wave of like early Marvel movies, trying to figure out the formula. And it's not bad. Like I rewatched the 2005; it's really not that bad. Like it, it works as a as a movie.
1: I mean, the, the the only the only knock I'll always give it is just the way they they just wrote off Doom. Like uh, it was too easy to. To get rid of him, that was my thing. Like he's more diabolical than what they gave us in that movie, and that was that would be my only knock.
0: I actually liked how he started off as part of the team, though. Like in the comics, I don't think he was part of the expedition. No, but in but I like how they did that in the movie. How he was how he funded the expedition, and then he starts falling apart, and how he was just a son of a bitch. But it it took him a while to actually get evil. At first, he was mm-hmm. just a dick. So he, he goes from just being a Dick Jones to a Clarence Boddicker, you know, within an hour, which is days in the movie, you know. I, I already forgot how they got rid of him, but... And I, I just watched the motherfucker. I can't remember me. Something where the Human Torch went full, almost supernova, and then... it was something.
1: It was something amazing that Johnny did, which made me think that how strong is Johnny's flame, you know?
0: Right, like if he really could go supernova, could John, is Johnny Storm strong enough to destroy the planet?
1: That's 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 what you would want to see. I, and I don't think so. I don't think he can go that high. Like he'll he'll cool off before then. I don't I don't I don't I don't know if Johnny's power is that is that much. The, the Marvels that Android Torch was pretty hot. Oh yeah, yeah. That 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 false Johnny Storm, but it wasn't even Johnny Storm. it was Just an Android. It was right. The torch.
0: Now we're now we're pulling out deep cuts for you for you kids out there. You know? Now we're now we're fucking getting into the.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's where I saw that picture right. in Marvels. Right in Marvels because yeah. the Human Torch, the, the wedding
0: of Fantastic and uh,
1: uh, Sue Storm.
0: Right. Because that Human Torch you're talking about was in World War II with Captain yeah. America and Namor right. and Bucky. Right. Isn't it a right. good thing they changed Bucky's costume from that, the gayest of gayest Robins, to a, to a more modern.
1: I mean, but that is that just a sign of the times. I mean, look at what we got now. I mean, y- y- you can't you can't be mimicking like old Robin Hood characters
0: now, nowadays, with your not. superhero costume, right? With the little black mask that goes over the eyes and the and the little footies the little green footies or
1: whatever yeah, you gotta go modern you get you know
0: that's true they didn't even give captain america his old red jalopy boots
1: no 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 and then <laughs> yeah. he had like uh tassels on him
0: or something yeah i think he had little wings on his on his head
1: yeah but he had wings on him yeah yeah but they, I mean, the the folks behind MCU they knew if they did that shit, you, you wouldn't have the MCU that you 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 have today.
0: Well, they try. I mean, they try to make it quasi comic accurate, but they don't make it. They don't make it strictly comic accurate. You know, like the Fantastic Four that two thousand five, those costumes, and I forgot who makes them. I think Reed makes them. No, I think. Maybe Sue makes them. I'm getting them all mixed up in the 2015 dark, dark, depressing Fantastic Four movie. Uh, it's, it's it's that Sue Storm from House of Cards that makes the costumes, <laughs> but they're more they're more like they're like tactical black suits. I like I that mean, tactical man, look. It works.
1: And and I always like to go back to uh, when it comes to tactical looks for the new for a hero of old. That Winter Soldier Captain America suit, my goodness, it looked good. It, it it was sleek. That Winter Soldier cap uniform is probably the best to me because this this shit is sleek. It is, you know? it works. Yeah. This shit is sleek.
0: How do you feel about uh, that U.S. Uh, Agent costume?
1: I like that too. I was looking at it today. It doesn't yeah. look that bad. It looks good. Like it's, it's not full red. The 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 highlights. I guess it's kind of like a dark. Like a brick red. Right. Like I know Cap had the the red in his right. shit. But uh I like uh is it Secret Agent or is it Secret Agent?
0: It's US Agent.
1: US Agent. Yeah, US Agent. I like US Agent. That suit. Maybe he'll change
0: it. Kevin Feige and the boys, they got they got the right idea. They know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? They give little nods to the comics with the costume design. But uh but even back in these in these Fantastic Four movies, like they, they really just went all out for just giving you what was on the page. I mean, even Dr. Doom, he's not strictly metal under all that stuff. Although, I, I don't know, was his skin turning into metal in the movie? His skin was
1: turning into metal.
0: Instead of actually having an armored suit. Right. Is he supposed to be fucked up underneath that metal in the comics?
1: His face is supposed to be fucked up. Oh. Yeah, his face is supposed to be fucked up.
0: I thought I remember but. a storyline where like he took off the mask and, he, and his face was fine. Like a Kylo Ren situation.
1: I don't know. I, it was like it, it. wasn't nothing like Anakin Skywalker type shit. Right. Like exactly. it was just. It was just maybe like a scar. And and Victor was like, I, I can't. I can't. I can't go outside looking like this. Can't go outside looking like this. You know, they they, they won't like this in uh, Latvia. You know, they yeah, wouldn't. They won't it. like
0: it in Latvia. You know, most lot those Latverians will get you.
1: Yeah, they they got uh, uh, shovels and pitchforks over there.
0: Right, you start looking like Frankenstein. Right, they're gonna kick you out of the zip code.
1: I mean, and 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 don't get it twisted. Doom has money.
0: How much money? They
1: they say Doom has money. He's uh, I don't know if it's uh, still accurate, but last I saw, Doom was in top ten of Marvel um, richest folks. So he was at the top. At the top, it was uh, T'Challa.
0: T'Challa's the richest.
1: T'Challa's the richest because wow. he's a king. Yeah. I mean, it's a surprise to me too, you know, black man be the richest.
0: I just assumed Tony Stark would be the richest. Of course. You know? Black man has to be the richest. Because he's buying everything. He bought every building in But I think Tony was like
1: either two or three. It was somebody right under T'Challa. Okay. And then and then Tony.
0: Is Reed anywhere in there because he has the Baxter building? I don't
1: I mean, but that's just the building. That's true.
0: The rent in Manhattan alone has got to be through the roof. I'm just talking about property. Wait, wait, wait. Dr.
1: Strange! Dr. Strange has, uh, what? Beaker? But that's not his building, is it?
0: Yeah, it belongs to the to the, to the the order of the Sanctums or whatever the fuck. The
1: Sanctum.
0: And, uh, oh, but Chala, you're right. Chala has all of Wakanda. Yeah. So that make that does make sense. A booming vibranium. I mean, he's uh, got... Uh, what? In, industry. Okay, but let's talk about that. Because... They don't do a lot of exporting and importing. They kind of keep. They kind of keep to themselves, so they're not making money off the rest of the world. They just make. They just have their own fortune, I guess. I really like breaking this down, by the way. Because
1: I went back and watched Black Panther, and T'Challa was like, you know, we already no, not T'Challa. T'Chaka was like, we have people in other countries already. So I don't. I don't mm. know if they were if they were doing business just under the books.
0: Oh, yeah, because in Civil War, his dad even says that, like, we we had just started doing community and human outreach programs. And that's the whole reason why they were even in Vienna in the in the beginning. It's because they were addressing the shit that happened with Wanda when she fucking threw crossbones into a fucking hospital or whatever, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, I mean... Which, by the way, and I just rewatched Civil War not too long ago, it really is... Right up there with Infinity War, it's it's up in the top top tier of the Civil Civil
1: War is is my top five. Civil War is in my top five, just because that 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 one line, he's
0: he's my friend Tony. So was I. So was I. Uh Do you even remember them? Oh, oh, did you know? No. I'm bullshitting, Steve. Did you know?
1: Steve, Steve was a bastard, man. Steve was a bastard for that shit. He was
0: a, he was very much like Steve was a
1: bastard for that shit. He man. was very
0: much like a race Bannon in that moment. <laughs> yeah, he was a bastard.
1: Like that's that that's messed up. Like you 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 you've saved the universe and the world with Tony Stark, and yet. Your loyalty is to this guy that savagely killed his
0: parents. You knew. You yeah, knew. You knew it, and yet, even in his letter to him, because Steve Rogers would write a letter, which is so, its so, the little details of that movie are so beautiful. He would, he would write a letter. He wouldn't send a text or an email. He would write a handwritten fucking letter, and in his letter he says, I guess I thought I was trying to spare you from it. I see now that I was really only sparing myself. Like, that's such a fucking beautiful... You forgive Steve instantly for that, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you're right. He was a bastard. He was trying to spare himself the guilt. It's so human. Which is why no Snyder Cut can ever come close to what the fucking MCU is doing. Because the, the fucking chemistry and the, the engineering, it's all there, man. Yeah, But Tony won, right? Didn't Tony win? Tony technically won technically won they just you
1: know that that's that super that super
0: shit just came through he won yeah, they, he won with the at the very end when he's battered and disheveled and he goes you don't you don't deserve to wear that shield it doesn't yeah. belong to you belong to my dad and steve yeah. has to stop when he hears that shit and just drop it and that's when you're like oh no. god i'm about to cry just talking about it yeah no. oh man getting a little yeah, it's civil, civil War should be top five. You know, I think it might be top three for me.
1: Top three? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue that.
0: I think it's. I, in, I think that. it's Infinity War, Endgame, Civil War.
1: That Ragnarok just can't make it, Kaita.
0: It's good. You're right. You'll always be right that it's solid, that it's good. It just. <laughs> it doesn't have the heart sees that the other ones have.
1: Really?
0: it's got it it's got a lot of shit it's got the action it's got the fucking the music alone carries it above almost any other movie the action the humor but the heart even when his dad t- c- comes to him in his dream before he's while he's getting choked out by hella right it's not there's no heartsies there no heart okay it's not like you know i will say black panther has more heartsies than ragnarok any day with 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 uh with, with our boy from this is us in that oh, one scene. i never like it is. I
1: never that heard. One scene. The, the way Jordan uh was in the, 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 the throne room and he was like I found my dad with claws in his chest. Right. Right. You know you, you you never think you'd hear that from somebody, but
0: I know felt the heart. It's ridiculous on paper, right? Yeah. But, but but delivered by a fucking truth thespian. when it's right? delivered,
1: right. When it's delivered by the right mailman. Yeah.
0: when that dude, when our boy Spencer from This Is Us, and I know I always call him Spencer, it's a callback joke, kids I'm doing it on purpose because that's what we called him the first time we ever did Black Panther I remember what we say in the episodes on purpose because sometimes I go back and listen to him for my notes anyway, when he <laughs> goes when he goes back when he looks at Michael B. Jordan, he goes you got no tears for me, boy? <clears throat> I was seriously like "Huh?"
1: Uh. Like, cause it, it's easy for him. It, it was easy for him just to drop those tears. How
0: does he do that? How did he does that in that? He did that at least twelve times in that show in the first episode.
1: They're big tears too. They, big they, tears. He
0: does not fuck around with those tears. And they called him out for that new Predator movie. He didn't get to show any tears. That's where the that hey. movie went wrong. If he had just given us some tears, that movie might have been. He was. He was actually really good in that. As
1: he was as actually a, good. He a was. It was pretty good in um, Artemis
0: too. Oh, I never saw that. You I think you're the Hotel only Artemis. one I you're the yeah. only one I know that's seen uh seen Hotel Artemis.
1: Yeah, he gave he gave a little heart sees and that too, but yeah, I I give you that yeah, Black Panther definitely tugs.
0: Yeah. And God forbid if you've lost a loved one in, in your in your family or in your life and you watch Black Panther and they get to the it's not really heaven. It's that what is that? That mid world between heaven and hell, I guess. Yeah. It's not, but I don't want to call. It? I don't want to call it purgatory. What what do they call it? I
1: don't know. It's it's like a celestial plane. Yeah.
0: I? Oh, dude, it's not only was it shot beautifully, but just that moment when he sees him again. Yeah. You know, I that's what I want. I don't know. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a little religious on you right now. Actually. Oh, okay. let, let me let me let me backtrack. Not religious. I'm gonna get a little spiritual. You know, because you and I are are, are well. We said we weren't going to do this because we didn't want to chase away people, but we're going to do it anyway. We're going to say a prayer. We're going to say... <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to pray to the living tribunal right now, okay? The living tribunal. What do you, what do you really think happens when we die? What do you believe? And if you, want to, and if you want to stop recording... I'm sorry, what?
1: Nothing happens.
0: I didn't see that coming from you at all, really? What's in your, in that? your, no, in your heart of hearts, in your heart, of, and if you, and if right. wink at me if you don't want to talk about this. Oh no! Okay, nothing happens. Nothing happens. really. It,
1: and I say that based like on just darkness, of, darkness. Based off of I've, I've listened to a variety of. I've, I've listened to a variety of uh, religions and people from those different tiers, and it's just. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. You you're here. Like you're not going nowhere. Like it's faith faith is uh is what makes is what gives us that, that belief that okay, the spirit may go But nothing happens. Now when when you when you when you ask me that you can say well, what about those folks that have those near death experiences and then they say, Oh well I saw yeah, oh, you know, I was I
0: I, saw. I I actually wasn't gonna go there, but I know what you're talking about, and that's because that is a flip side. Say
1: they say they, they say I saw things, you know. Well, okay, but in the end, I, I don't think I don't think nothing happens. We're you, we're here unless something happens to me tonight, where it's somebody like a spirit comes in and tells me, okay, no, no, you're wrong. Go back and redo that. I don't think nothing happens. Like like you're here. Like it's good to have faith. It's good to have faith. But if you're looking
0: for an escalator to the clouds, (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get this straight. And this might be a two-parter episode. This might be a two-parter guy. Let me get this straight. So in order for you to suddenly come to a man of being a man of faith in an afterlife or or, or, or spiritual ascension, so to speak, Uh, the specter himself from DC Comics would have to show up in your living room and tell you otherwise.
1: The spirit of Christmas past has to come and (laughs) tell me right now. You know, but that's what I have. I have... I don't don't believe in these religions. I I just have faith in a power. power. I have faith that you know, there's... Something in the universe that's watching over us, watching over you, watching over your family, watching over uh, my baby, your baby, and it's up to us as far as what energy we give away. You know, it's it's our energy that's determining if if something bad comes to us or if
0: something good come, comes to us. You know. No, I think that's solid. I. Right. I, I, I grew up in a religious environment, was raised in a religious environment, challenged that environment, ran away from that environment, became a skeptic, a cynic, an atheist, after being an agnostic for many years. Now, I have a sp- level of spirituality, but it came from my, my sobriety, came from having that kind of moment, and then having a son, and having seeing that, that all came with that. But I don't assign it to like. But I still like to think that in my heart of hearts, maybe not a heaven, but I feel like I've had way too many like moments where I thought I've seen something where there was a glitch in the matrix, or maybe uh, maybe I had a past life somewhere. The idea of reincarnation is very pleasing to my mind. But I can't tell if it's if it's something that I'm that I want to be there because I don't I don't want the I don't want the show to end, or if it's because like I actually. Do see some plausibility in there? I, I can't tell the difference. I can't tell if it's something that I just want to be a thing, or if it's something that I... No, I could kind of, I could kind of see coming back as a raccoon. You know? Yeah. I don't know.
1: And <laughs> uh, come back, come re- back, reincarnate. Like, I mean, it'd be nice. I'll, I'll, if 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 I were to believe in reincarnation, I would like to come back as a tree. I'd like to come back as a tree. You know? I don't need to be a a living. Thing I don't need to interact with you. I could be a fucking tree in uh, Brazil and just just grow right right there. But it's just like I said. With, you you say your sobriety brought you to a different level, and, and this you're showing that you have faith in something. You have right. faith in yourself, and you have faith that. You can def- you 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 were able to defeat it. You believe you could defeat it, and you did. And so that's that's what I believe the whole thing is about. It's just having faith. Like the the stories in the in the book and everything. It's all good. It, it, they, it, it's good lessons. Yeah. But at, at the end of the day, we wasn't there to uh, you know it, to know if he actually you know came from under the rock. I'm, I'm following the Easter uh, uh, theme since we all close. <laughs> we don't know if he came from, you know, we don't know if he pushed that rock. Right, right. You know, we don't, we don't know. We wasn't there to see Moses, you know, split that sea. You know, we're we going off of what's on paper.
0: You're so and right. The we
1: faith. The yeah. faith. You're th- right. That's there. So, you know, that's what I believe in. It's, it's up to us, you know,
0: We were not there to hear Moses say, release the Krakens.
1: Yeah, release the Krakens.
0: We weren't there for that. You know know what I'm saying?
1: We wasn't there when Charlton Heston defeated your brother. No, we weren't. Because in my my mind, that's what Moses looked like. He looked like Charlton Charlton
0: Heston. Charlton Heston, yeah. In my mind, Noah looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because I feel you'd have to be the size of a Conan the Barbarian Schwarzenegger if I'm to believe you single-handedly got an arc, built an arc. You know what I'm saying? I could only see one man lifting trees on his arms like that and putting an arc and then getting all the fucking... I really think Commando... In a way, is tied to the story of Noah because he's lifting trees, he's communicating with the deer and the wildlife with his daughter. You know, I mean, it's very. uh, Even when he says his friend is dead tired on the plane, he's really just looking out for mankind. Is that a reach? Maybe so.
1: I mean, I mean, this is the way the action movie portrayed it. Have you ever seen the movie Noah? What was the Exodus with uh, Russell Crowe?
0: I never saw Exodus with Bale, but I saw Noah with Russell Crowe, and that is a bleak, yeah. bleak, bleak version of that tale. That I, I guess it has to be bleak because it it would have to be a a bleak story. That, but that,
1: that was pure action in that
0: movie. When this movie was when that movie was coming out, I said, I don't know what everybody's complaining about. I don't know if you remember, but but critics and people from that world, from the religious world across the world, were very upset with the movie and its tone. You know, because it was directed by. Darren Aronofsky, who did *Pie* and, and, and *Wrecking for a Dream*, very dark, mind-bending shit. And they were upset with the tone. And I remember he was like, "I was like, I don't know, see what the big deal is." And he looked me right in the eye and he goes, "Well, Nick, nothing's sacred to you, you know." And I fucking, I was like, obviously, I still remember what he said. It's you know how certain things just stay with you. And I was just like, God damn, really? And I had to, I had to stew on that and think about it. I was like, Are there things? And at that time in my life, there really weren't a lot of things. That were sacred to me, you know, because that was pre zeph that was pre-marriage, that was pre—you know what I mean. I was just mm. a guy whistling Dixie and looking for the next glory hole, you know. Mm. Dark time. Just to find the right gas station. Right. <laughs> Turned out it was in Arkansas,
1: you know. I mean, people take it seriously. That's why. That's why. That's why you got thousand-year wars. They take it. Religion. Religion and faith. It's nothing to play with. It like, is nothing to play to war with. People in the second
0: Boy. They used to burn people at the stake. They burned them. Yeah. They fought wars. I mean, look, I'm telling you stuff you already know. We're talking about stuff everybody already knows. We don't have to do the history lesson for the people listening. Right. But uh, yeah. like, is, does,
1: we're, we're going to talk th- about the Spanish Inquisition <laughs> at this point.
0: <laughs> we're going to talk about the uh, Spanish Inquisition. Then we'll follow it up with uh, maybe some Thomas Hobbes Leviathan. Um, you know.
1: We're going to talk about the zealots.
0: Yes. And then we'll get the Highlanders. Hey, let's make this a two-parter. This will be fun. We'll, be, we'll, we'll, we'll come back next week and we'll finish up on Fantastic Four. See you next week, kids. And by next week, I mean literally in a few minutes, Monomoto and I will pick up and uh, mm-hmm. finish where we left off. Just remember, it's just fiction. In religion, It's just
1: fiction!